Chapter Seven of Overruled by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Seven: A Chance to Choose. He stood irresolute, almost within the jaws of the tempter. The door of Old Tani's saloon kept opening and letting out odors that were as ambrosia to the poor, diseased appetite. Voices that sounded cheery to him floated out with the odors it was bright in there and warm and the night was cold and jack in his insufficient clothing shivered and longed for the comfort and companionship to be found just inside he argued the question with himself he was tired he had worked harder than usual that day and had been held to it later perhaps the smell of the liquor would not tempt him as much as he thought and a pleasant smoke in there would rest him what if it did tempt him he had been tempted before and had resisted why shouldn't he do it again he placed his foot on the lower step that's right said joe barry encouragingly come on it will be nice and warm inside it is uncommonly cold to-night for this time of year oh jack taylor i am so glad it is you won't you take me home i've been down on carnell street at the mission to help them with the singing my brother-in-law was to come for me at nine o'clock but there must have been some misunderstanding for he hasn't come i've been waiting at the rooms for more than an hour i'm afraid to be on the street alone at this time of night it was a pretty girl in the neatest of street costumes who thus addressed jack he as well as his friend joe knew glyde douglas by sight jack indeed could boast of more knowledge than that he had met her several times at the mission she had spoken to him in a friendly way and bowed afterwards when he met her on the street by so much was he ahead of joe barry in respectability joe would not have thought of such a thing as bowing to glyde douglas although he had known her by sight from childhood of course i'll take you home jack said with cheerful alacrity and he took his foot down from the lower step of old tawny's saloon and walked away briskly with the young lady by his side joe looked after them interestedly giving a low chuckle the while i wonder if they'll get him he asked himself they are trying for him for all they're worth if that little douglas critter is going in too maybe it will amount to something she is pretty enough for most any fellow to do as she says well it would be funny if jack taylor would out and reform that's a fact i'd most think i could after that and he ain't got no mother either joe poor fellow had a mother who would have cried tears of joy if somebody had only made something out of him as they walked down the moonlighted street glyde explained more fully the perplexity in which she had been because of her brother's non-appearance then suddenly returned to a matter that had troubled her before the question of getting home came up jack do you know a young man by the name of sieber william sieber i reckon i do said jack promptly and i don't know any good of him either i was afraid so spoken sorrowfully is he very bad jack well said jack reflectively i don't know as he is any worse than dozens of others but he's a bad lot now that's a fact 
he's good-natured though when he hasn't too much whiskey aboard a real jolly kind of a fellow but he does some pretty mean things things that some of the fellows won't do bad as they are in some other ways and do you know a girl named susie miller oh yes after a fashion i do her brother and me used to be chums when we were little chaps and i've drawed susie to school on a sled many a time i ain't known her much of late years her brother died you know seems as if all the decent folks i used to know died but i see her at the mission when i go there of course i've seen her with bill sieber a good many times lately i suppose so jack what do you think of it if susie were your sister would you be willing to have her on friendly terms with bill taking walks with him and letting him see her home from places and all that sort of thing no said jack scowling fiercely she shouldn't do it if i could help it you may be sure of that it isn't the thing perhaps for one like me to be finding fault but there's a difference in fellows just as sure as you live even when they don't any of them amount to much if bill sieber tried to make up to a sister of mine i'd knock him down for it i think i understand your feeling jack and i am very much worried about susie she is in my class and of course i am especially interested in her i have talked with her about this matter but so far it hasn't done any good she is with him to-night and i think he had been drinking i did not like the way he looked or acted it is not that susie is especially attached to him but she thinks she can help him by going with him and ought to do so i have tried to explain to her that the way to help him would be to show him that he cannot have the society of a respectable girl unless he is willing to be a respectable young man but she has her heart set on reforming him i am sure i wish she might but i cannot think that that is the wise way to attempt it jack gave a series of low amused chuckles before he attempted any reply reform bill sieber he said at last that is a job i tell you a bigger one than ever susie miller will accomplish or my name isn't jack taylor i should as soon think of setting a little gray mouse to reforming a great green-eyed cat and a tiger cat at that i tell you miss douglas reforming ain't such easy work as some women folks that never had any temptations think it is the tone had changed from its half-amused note to an almost despairing gravity something in it suggested to glide a personal question how is it with you jack are you getting along well no i can't say that i am fact is i guess i am getting along about as bad as i can oh i am sorry to hear that why the last time i heard miss hannah speak of it she was very much encouraged about your prospects she is a good friend to you jack you ought to try to please her that's so said jack a fellow never had a better friend but it is hard work pleasing her she wants folks to be angels you know and that isn't in my line he laughed a little and tried to speak in an utterly careless tone but glyde detected the heartache beneath it what do you find so hard she asked encouragingly everything said jack in a gloom a fellow can't turn a corner without coming across something that he used to do 
and would like to do and mustn't do it's just pull and haul yourself all the time and nothing much to keep you back from it either i haven't any folks you know to care if i had it might make a big difference there's joe barry now that fellow i was talking with tonight when you came along he's got a mother as nice an old lady as ever was she would give her two eyes to see him a good true man if i had a mother it kind of appears to me as though i could do it though maybe not when i had folks of my own it didn't make a mite of difference but i'm a little different now from what i was then still when there isn't anybody to care what's the use it occurred to glyde to remind him of what he owed to his citizenship and the respect that he might win from his fellow-men and the love that might be his in the future if he made himself worthy of it this seemed the natural thing to say to him he had heard it often hannah bramlett had earnestly tried to rouse his manhood along all these lines but something made the young girl feel like passing them and going at once to the fountain-head jack she said do you remember the lord jesus christ and what he did in order that you might become a good true man do you remember that he is more interested in you than father or mother or any earthly friend could be how is it that you are willing to disappoint him for a moment jack taylor was dumbfounded he knew the lord jesus christ by name certainly in his childhood he had had some teaching concerning the central truths of the christian religion and in later years in the chapel he had of course heard the sacred name in hymn and prayer but certainly he had never heard any one speak of jesus christ quite as glyde douglas did he looked around him half in superstition he was conscious of a curious sensation as if a third person had come quietly up in the moonlight and it was he whom glyde was introducing i don't know as i understand he said after a moment in a tone that had a touch of awe he doesn't expect anything of me of course nor care why should he oh jack why shouldn't he isn't he interested in manhood to a degree that no one else can be doesn't he understand as none of us if we do our utmost can understand the possibilities of real manhood doesn't he know what we would accomplish in the world if we would it is all out before him as a map might be to us he sees the roads that may be taken as well as those that have been moreover he sees beyond this world and knows the possibilities that there are for us in that other world where none of the obstacles now in the way of what men call success come in to interrupt don't you believe that he is deeply awfully interested in what you will decide to do that's a queer way to put it said jack i never heard anything like it before in my life but now miss douglas i want to ask you one question if he is so awfully interested why doesn't he do things for a fellow i don't mean anything disrespectful i suppose i don't understand how to talk about such things but i couldn't help getting that off of course i understand that god can do anything he is a mind to and if he cared for a fellow like me in the way that you say why i should think he'd make things easy for me 
kind of make me get into the right road you know and stay there whether i wanted to or not i'd do it in a minute for any chap that i was interested in if i could no said glyde positively he will never do that for you when he made you he put a man's soul within you and arranged that you should have a man's possibilities he has given you a chance to choose for yourself now see here interrupted jack speaking almost fiercely folks talk about god being a father to them down there at the hall the other night that man talked about the verse like as a father pitieth his children and he said god was the best and wisest father and all that now i'm not very wise nor very good the land knows but suppose i had a little boy i had a little chap once miss douglas he didn't live but three weeks i have sometimes thought if he had everything might have been different but he didn't suppose he had if i had the power to take that little fellow and put him on the right road and keep him there don't you suppose i would do it quicker than a wink no said glyde firmly i don't look here jack suppose you had a very pleasant house into which you could put your little boy and keep him there with locked doors and windows grated so that it would not be possible for him to escape you could keep him from a good many wrong roads by that means couldn't you he would not be tempted by gambling saloons or drinking saloons he would not stand around on street corners nor mingle with men who used evil words oh there are a hundred wrong roads from which you could surely shield him would you do it keep him there all his life surrounded with pleasant things books and flowers and birds and everything that love could furnish but still a prisoner would you do this instead of letting him go out in the world to choose his own way jack laughed i reckon i wouldn't miss douglas indeed you wouldn't you would be too wise you would be sure that your boy in order to amount to anything as a man must go out and see the different roads and choose for himself or his goodness would be mere weakness i think it is a little bit of an illustration of the way in which our heavenly father treats us not a good one jack because there are so many things about our future that we do not understand there are so many possibilities that are not known to us i suppose that god knowing all about us took the best way did the very best that he could in order that we might get ready for that highest good you can easily see that love for your little boy would lead you to give him a certain degree of freedom you would show him as well as you could the right way and teach him what he ought to do you would guard him while he was a little fellow but as he grew older you would know that he must choose for himself isn't that in a sense the way that god has treated us oh he has done infinitely more than that of course it is only a very faint illustration but after you have done your best for your boy if he should persist in choosing the wrong road you wouldn't feel as though he had treated you very well would you no more i wouldn't said jack frankly but after all miss douglas it ain't possible for folks to think for me at least to think of god caring for me like that if i could once feel as though he did why it seems to me he stopped abruptly 
his voice had begun to tremble and he did not choose to show his heart even to this simple-hearted girl if you could believe that god loved you as a father you think you would try to please him is that it jack i will tell you what i wish you would do you have never read the bible much i suppose you have a bible of your own don't you i wish you would read in it the story of jesus christ on earth read what a lonely friendless life he lived here and how his followers treated him the very best of them in the hour of his greatest human need they all forsook him and fled worse than that one disowned him declared with oaths that he never knew him read how his enemies mocked and struck him and spit on him and pierced him with thorns and how in agony unimaginable he died at last on that awful cross then ask yourself why he bore it all why god permitted it if the reason he has himself given should prove to be the true one because he so loved glyde douglas and jack taylor that he gave his only son that they might have eternal life ought you and i to need any other proof of love oh jack i don't want you to be one of the men who are going to disappoint such a saviour as that one verse in the bible comes often to me do you know it says he shall see the travail of his soul and be satisfied i cannot tell you what a joy it is to me to think that i am actually going to help satisfy the lord jesus christ i want you to remember that you must either satisfy or disappoint him and that you have it in your power to choose which you will do End of chapter 7